0: You are
1: listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners at Podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast
2: Weasley. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening
3: to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. <laughs> nail. <laughs> Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today as always is my co-host Neil back in the bunker potter.
1: We got to put some gravy on that.
3: Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4 C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's return guest is my favorite person out of the state of Pennsylvania, not counting my wife and her family. Good save, Lenny. He has listened to all 197 shows of this podcast and liked them all. He is a great friend. And if you saw the size of him, you'd say nice things too as he could bring Break me with his little pinky. It's Chuck Doherty. Woo! Hey. And he's in the studio. in the studio yeah. live in person. Thanks for showing up, Neil. You didn't even that- you didn't have the nerve to show up.
1: <laughs> I would have I would have come back for this. I would have drove back.
2: This is my first time in the palatial estate that you bought with your four corner podcast, uh, royalty
3: checks. <laughs> oh man. I don't even think see, I could buy the one of these buttons with the four corners <laughs> royalty checks.
1: <laughs> Just so you know, Chuck, see I wasn't lying when it takes me a while to get from the West Wing to the to the kitchen. It takes a while,
2: right? <laughs> That's exactly right.
3: Yeah, it's palatial, Neil. I don't know how I don't know how you I'm surprised you don't get lost when I put you in the back room to do the quiz. The guest mansion. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, when you have wings in your house, it's a big deal.
3: Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, Chuck, thanks for coming. You are here because, all right, with the big announcement. Well, first of all, Neil, how's the bunker? Let's talk about that for 30 seconds, and I'll make my big announcement.
1: Well, I just got there, and yeah, it's it's there, it's thriving. There, there's no okay, you real said, problem, knock on wood.
3: You said there's no squirrels.
1: There's no squirrels. You said, the, to,
3: you said the septic tank is working
1: sewage seems to be flowing the poo seems to be leaving the (laughs) leaving in the right direction and not like settling underneath the house (laughs) okay the the flies are gone i mean overall i don't know knock on wood you know it's a rare time that i've walked into this bunker and not like been just completely depressed Uh, all right this is good yeah so far so good and and then neighbors invited us over what uh for a uh, for dinner tonight. That's a, how good it is. A
3: little COVID dinner. I, you're getting, do not go over there. <laughs> do not go over there. These guys are no masks. The whole town is no masks. They don't oh, wear no. masks anywhere. In, out, up, down, no masks.
2: And what we, do you serve in Altoona did, for dinner? Like, do you have yeah. to shoot your own? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't That's a good question. We did go to a. We did go to the uh, perfect Altoona story. We did go outside of Altoona yesterday, buy some plants for the house. Cause they're all like dying. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then the lady at the plant place was Amish, which I got so excited about. Yeah, he
3: loves the Amish. Yeah.
1: I love Amish people. I was so excited that I was seeing Amish people. Did you start cursing?
3: Where are the fucking plant?
0: No. <laughs> what?
1: <Yeah. laughs> no. I, my first thought, though, however, the, I finally seen Amish person. My first thought is they're clearly not vaccinated. They're clearly... Not vaccinated, Eat. so I just pan. I
3: just panicked. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, they probably sneezed on those plants, so be careful when you're potting them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh,
3: so, wait, what are you going to have for dinner at the neighbors?
2: If they offer sushi, say no to that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: no sushi. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know what's going to happen. I've never really. I don't. You know. Don't All right, know well, keep your
2: distance. <laughs> you
3: have a big month. Com- you have a big month coming up. Security guard Neil.
1: I know I'm trying to go into lockdown mode. I'm heading there.
3: Yeah. You need when you come back to New York, you better be in lockdown mode for sure. Um, all right. All right well, Neil's sounds like safe and sound. Hopefully his sound is coming in safe on the <laughs> stupid podcast. Cause it's annoying, right? Chuck, you've listened to all these podcasts. You listen to him. It's get when we have the guests, it's brutal.
2: It's different, but you do a good job of integrating it. Sounds well,
3: good. We try. Um, we've had a couple clunkers. Um, Anyway, thanks for coming. You're here because the big announcement is, like, this is the third to last show we're doing. Um, For those of you who don't know, like, our contract is up with the laugh button, and while we love the laugh button, don't get me wrong, we are ridiculously busy, and they want to know if we want to re-up for a year, and we can't really commit to that in some ways, so security guard Neil's career is taken off as security guard Neil. We have, Neil's writing a treatment right now for a movie. I'm writing a movie. I may have to be in LA for. We're gonna to go to LA for another three weeks for supermarket sweep, and then after that, I think we have to. You know, we have uh, we have a bunch of stuff to do, right, Neil?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we we did two hundred. We fulfilled okay. our contract. We, and we, uh, we're holding out for. We're holding out for more money, is the way what I heard. <laughs> what, what I heard you saying. I like that. My favorite thing about it is, and we'll
3: talk about this on the last show. I did get like, me, you know, ball. Uh, grooming materials as my reward for 200 shows well done. So we'll talk about that. That was one of the highlights, I think.
1: Well, Well, are they groomed? Did you do it? Oh, yeah.
3: It's so groomed. I, they smell delicious. <laughs> I don't know who... I mean, I think when I was doing my uh, PT today, physical therapy, on my back, the, I, I thought I saw the physical therapist take a little, like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> what's going on down there? Uh, oh, no. like it was bad or it was now good?
3: it's good, you know, because I had, oh, like...
1: Oh, okay.
3: Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's go back to Chuck. We we have a couple episodes for this. Next week, we might have Willie Salerno come in. He's also listened to a ton of them we've been trying to get him for like th- all four years five years of the show and then the last one we'll do like a little you and i neil um
2: but let me know on behalf of me and your sister and that other person that listens to the podcast yeah thank you for 200 great episodes thank you very much are, i really, I really totally appreciate it. it put me through a whole lot of treadmill time and it's, driving to work and all that
3: the five <laughs> big ones are probably you willie neil's mom for sure you know that and half the people at neil's mom's town <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sister, and my sister, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Mom. So right now, Chuck. So this you, you're doing this show, but you have what? Ha- you have two kids in college,
2: or one's at one's one, getting just graduated. Out? Yeah, one graduated from Pitt. Yeah, and is going um, down to Penn to get a master's in education. Is going to be a teacher. Yeah, number two is going into junior year at University of Georgia. Yeah. Where there is no COVID down there, right? <laughs> and, and Dennis, Dennis and, is going to be a senior in high school next year.
3: Senior, okay, okay. When we started this show, none of them were in college, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how much five years is crazy change. Crazy. It's insane. Oh my god! Yeah, and now Man, he's got. They're all getting out. It's not. I can't believe Dennis is. Is going. to be the senior. He goes
2: out to go away yeah. college. Someone's probably going to come back home.
3: Ah, no. Well, ho- that. Are you hoping for that or not no, hoping
2: I don't for? Think that? I, if she gets a college, or a teaching job in Philly, that's cool. Oh. but she'll get her own apartment. Yeah, for sure. of course.
3: Um, I was going to say, what are your plans? Did you do you have plans? No plans. No plans. Travel, travel the world or? or yeah,
2: Trish wants to travel.
3: She wants to travel. Where's where have you guys? You guys go. You've been all over. You've been yeah, to Europe. You've been, been to, to
2: right. And next summer we have like a big Ireland vacation maybe I don't know springing that on Trish but she won't be listening to this anyway but, but it's like a family reunion. huge fan a huge fan <laughs> I've been on the show twice and she hasn't listened to one of them uh, she,
1: she, she hates the podcast she's like damn it he's out in the car
2: again <laughs> I think she loves it
3: <laughs> the he's sitting in the car listening just... you just see him bobbing laughing like what is he yeah, doing And yeah, yeah. the there? windows are all
2: fogged up
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's funny.
1: Oh, so maybe travel. Well, we do have a Chuck, just so you know, we do have a beautiful house in central PA. Great vacation spot.
0: Yeah. Oh, right how far is that? A
1: couple
2: hours. Right from outside, Altoona. outside Altoona. Yeah, yeah there, there you, go. you go. You could start renting out as a B. Airbnb, a destination
3: vacation. Why now. don't you Airbnb that? Can't you finally make some money off of that money pit?
1: It's actually in Lakemont. Doesn't that sound better than Altoona? Lakemont, mm. right by a beautiful lake. Uh Maybe. no, we did put it we <laughs> did <laughs>
0: No, not really. <laughs> we
1: did we did put it on a site called like uh, football weekend or whatever
0: have you heard of the site
3: no serial killers.com serial killer hideouts.com that's if you are interested in a great place to to come up with a manifesto please altoona pennsylvania off the com. that's
1: what when i when i'm driving around in altoona i'm like if you're gonna be a serial killer they'll never find you here that's exactly what i think all the time isn't that (laughs) where
3: they found the what's the unabomber Where did they find him? Didn't they find him in a log cabin
1: pretty close to you? It could. I mean, this is the perfect place for that. Yeah. I need to look that
3: up. I think they found the Unabomber in a log cabin in Pennsylvania, didn't they?
2: They might have. How about the Washington sniper? He might have been out there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're
3: they're all in the same town. Hey, Bob. (laughs) Hey, Frank. (laughs) <laughs> Buying bullets? Yep. Got a new sight for my gun today. <laughs> yep. Well, it's funny. Me too. Like, oh, you should see my wall. The targets, the targets, the targets.
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, man. Sad, oh, man. Sad, but true. Uh, all right. Well, the Chuck, is one more thing before we move on to the next one, which I really want to talk about is Chuck has officially changed careers in also this five years. When you started, you were well, when I worked with you back in the day at EDS, you were a programmer, and then you're like, what do they call systems engineer? And then you went sort of like the business side, and it was like architecture. And now you sort of went into like ma- the management project side, damage. project management, which is like my nightmare of a human. I Those are the people that you... You know, they used to come to the meeting and tell me stuff, and I would throw up because those right. are people who tell you with the timelines, but can't get anything done. The
2: stuff that's not important to what you're doing.
3: Exactly. Like uh, without me, you got nothing. Without you, I just figure we'll deliver it when we deliver right. it, right? Yep. But, um, it's, but you do have some, you need some coordination there. So you did that for a lot of years and then you're like, that's it, I'm done with this. You freelance,
2: right? Yeah, well, project management is all contracts. So it's like they hire you on a contract that lasts about a year to a year and a half and that's it. Then they get tired of you, someone else comes in, They treat you like a piece of meat, you're out the (laughs) door. And you do that three or four times, and I just got tired of it. And I was doing this volleyball, and I started it with one team, and it grew up to 15, and I kind of realized, like, this could be a career, and this is what I want to do. It's a huge volleyball,
3: it's this huge thing. It's called TNT Volleyball Philly, right? Right. And it's, you pull, yeah. This is a monster league
2: situation you got going with instruction and everything, and club teams. Right, it's about a six month deal. In fact, during COVID, we had nowhere to practice because all the the gyms were shutting down. So I put a lease out on what I'm calling the bunker, on Neil. So I have a place. The TNT bunker is going to be a three court volleyball gym, opening up in my area. That's what I'm going to try to manage that for my career now. That's amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. That is
1: pretty amazing. So it's taking the awesome. athletic
2: director job, you know, and going a little further. Little nut and I yeah. I keep telling him that
3: I love you know, he needs to have a one section which is the picnic volleyball, which is the way I play it. <laughs> There's basically no rules, you could slap it with your hand, throw it a little bit sometimes. You know, like you know, rotate incorrectly.
0: Yeah, you know <laughs> stuff like that.
3: You know, like can you, you know, a
0: market for it? There's
3: always some idiot holding a beer behind me. You know,
2: <laughs> a sandwich in your other hand. Right? <laughs> 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 so that,
3: I can't do the arms-crossy thing. I think I look too stupid. <laughs> oh
1: God! Yeah, the travel sports that business is just booming. It's I mean, huge. It's
2: just like, yeah, every parent seems to want to put their kid no. in it because they think they have to do that to keep them in in the game.
0: So.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, my brother's kids are already into travel soccer and they want it now. They're trying to get into travel. I mean, it just never ends. It's just like it's never a great. Ends. It's a great it's a great business to be in. It's, it's a fun business, too. So it's good.
2: Yeah, it's rewarding. And I just got a job this week as a high school volleyball coach. So I'm going to be coaching a local high school.
3: There you go. Neil, do, oh, you, wow. do you guys play volleyball in your school, Neil?
1: Uh, we do everything.
2: Yeah, but everything. Well, d- did you want to like do
3: a little road game and take on TNT Volleyball? Because well, this
2: is, this is uh, Germantown Academy, which it, will, for those who don't know, like. Know, that I'm, going, I'm coaching the school that's my arch rival for my high school. Ooh, I mean, Penn Charter and Germantown Academy are the longest rivals in the nation. So I'm essentially oh, coaching sh- for the Boston Red Sox to the Yankee oh, fan. Ouch. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, if
1: you want to bring them to the city for a trip, just let me know. That would
2: be fun.
3: I would guess yeah. that those kids in Philly would beat the living crap out of your kids. Am I right, Neil, or no? Are they? Do you have a bunch of <laughs> tall nerds in that school that can really play volleyball?
1: Uh, yeah, it would be a tough
3: game. <laughs> I didn't think so. But do you have like a Do you have like an optometrist on the sideline? So when they get hit in the glasses, the guy can fix them. <laughs>
1: No, but after the vol, after the volleyball test, after the volleyball game, we do take a test just to challenge you. A
0: test.
3: <laughs> you try and get it back, see if you can go two for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah you give yeah. them a math quiz on the way. Not so fast, you know, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Here's a math quiz. We're gonna win
2: that one. <laughs> yeah. The game yeah. consists of a serve, a quiz, and a puzzle. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck keeps the bus running.
1: Just
3: run for it, girls. Um, I all right, so we have one minute left in the segment. So 20 years ago, I'd say we were still working. EDS still existed, right? Ross Pro is still alive. He just died, right. right? EDS no longer exists. I know. It's okay. changed three different times. Yeah. Have, have, let's say we go back to where we were. Have Could you see any of this coming for any of us?
2: No, of course not. no. But that's like oh, that's how your career is. It's just kind of this winding river that you just kind of follow. What do you tell your kids? Do you tell them that, or it's did a, they hundred percent when yeah. they're in school? When Megan's in school studying um, like uh, marketing, I said you may not get a job in marketing, but just keep running and see where it takes you.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's good advice because you really, really don't know what's no. going to happen to you.
2: I remember coming to EDS. All of a sudden, I get a job in software quality and project management. Those are the things we used to hate. Yeah. software quality. But yeah,
3: I was shocked it. when you said you were doing it. Like, I hated it, but that's where it went. But it's so funny because the stuff we were even trained in, which was so vital back then, you right. know, like COBOL and Assembler. They, nobody uses that. No. No. Gone.
2: Those are commercial. all dead.
1: Uh-oh.
3: They're not dead. dead. I'm sure there's some legacy stuff. Like I probably could get a job in the middle of like Alaska somewhere. Writing. Right. There's probably code because it's such spaghetti. Nobody even wants to, you know, there's a lot of money to be spent on. The systems we worked on were so massive, Neil, that to rewrite them was probably like, uh, crazy, crazy money,
0: right? You, yeah. you
1: guys are like the guys like in a futuristic movie that like, like no one knows how to program <laughs> Cobalt, and they're like, I got a guy Lenny Mark, yeah. and you're right. like not ninety in a yep. room, and you're like,
2: I got a big beard, <laughs> yeah. like
3: you got to come yeah. save the
2: earth, and, and I'm I, like, yeah, 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 exactly. That was Y two K when that opportunity. That's finished.
3: right, Y two K. That was like a big to do that like uh, year two thousand. That was a big, big thing that um. It didn't work right because these guys didn't program it for four digits of a year. They didn't see yeah, it coming. They it so it made all oh the programs God. go kablooey. Yeah.
2: And they couldn't find anyone who wanted to even look into changing the code because they all wanted the modern stuff. And the COBOL programmers are 70 years old.
3: Yeah. What are you going to do? But it happened. And actually, we all said we actually did such a good job that and people are so paranoid about it. Most stuff really didn't go wrong. No. No. Sounds good. You can thank me, Neil, that your phone bill came on time.
1: I'm starting to hear. I'm starting to hear a sitcom in this. I'm starting to hear sitcom programmers.
3: <laughs> All right, let's move on.
1: <laughs> All
3: right, our second uh, corner we're going to do is Chuck is from Philadelphia, and we've never done a corner of Philadelphia, have we, Neil?
1: No. Even though I was born in Philadelphia, Upper
2: Darby.
3: Upper Darby. Yeah. Is there a Lower Darby?
2: I don't know, <laughs> Is there a Chuck? Is there a Lower Derby? I guess geographically there would be. <laughs>
1: I don't even know if there's an Upper Darby. Yeah. I was just told that's where I was born. It sounds
3: like a Little Adner cartoon. I think there was Upper Slovovia and Lower Slovovia. <laughs> and that's where the guy was from. My father loved that stuff. Uh, Philly, the second largest city on the East Coast and fifth largest city in the country. Sixth largest metro area. 1.5 million residents. And I was like, that's the... Fifth largest right. in the country. You know how many people we have here? Like eight million people. It's up to eight. Wow. Eight. I mean, it's huge because you go Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Um, Neil, have you ever been? It was founded in 1682, and it was central to the Civil War, and that's where the founding fathers, in case anybody knows, signed the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Like, it's pretty no. big historically.
1: I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak highly of Philly. Even though I don't really know Philly, but it's – I've gone only a couple times. One time to film one of my best commercials ever. A, <laughs> which uh, was? A, a, Rogaine, a Rogaine Industrial. <laughs> That's where that was? I thought that was in Manhattan. <laughs> no, that, I did the Rogaine print ad. And ah. then I also did a Rogaine Industrial commercial, which is like the one they show to like the in-house people, you know? Ah. And you know what I mean? Like you go into like a doctor's office and they <laughs> flip the video on and it's me coming out like, hey, guys, do you feel bad about the, your hair? And that kind of <laughs> all but right. I hung out in Philly. I love this city. I don't I think it's so underrated. It's got the history. It's got all I mean, it's downtown's amazing. It's like the America started almost in Philly. And but yet no one knows it. No one respects it. So that's why Chuck. Am I right or Wait wrong? a second. First of all, really?
3: everybody knows it and everybody <laughs> respects it. I mean, it's not like we never heard of it like Austin. Come on, man. Right. Um I mean, yeah, they they have tons of museums and what stuff like that. But why do you know the history of why it isn't like the Washington DC if everything was always signed there? Why
2: well, they moved the Capitol down to D.C. to appease the South. Ah, that's what happened. So yep. that's, why, that's why the whole Capitol moved down. But Philly's got all the history. It, yeah. I think it's a bad name with the sports fans. You yeah. People think that everyone there is mean.
3: Well, why are they angry? I mean, you booed Santa Claus. It's the famous thing. Like, they once booed yeah. Santa Claus. Oh,
2: do you want me to tell you the Santa Claus story, why we booed Santa Claus? Yeah, well, I uh, forget. He was Go a ahead. drunk. Santa Claus <laughs> yeah, called drunk. out sick that day. Yeah. Another guy in the parking lot tailgating said they found him. They brought him in to be Santa Claus. He was, like, drunk as head. The mask was falling off. So the fans were pissed off that this guy was a terrible Santa Claus. So they threw snowballs at him. It was a game that they didn't, they the 12 inches of snow. They didn't shovel the stands. If the Eagles would have lost the game, they would have gotten the first pick. It would have been O.J. Simpson. But instead they won, so they drafted Leroy Keys. The people were pissed.
0: Oh there was
2: 14 inches of snow. Santa Claus is drunk.
0: Oh, my God. snowballs at him, too.
3: Oh, baby. Hey, you make a good case. You make a good case. But Neil, team. Yep. But
0: Phil, <laughs>
1: Philly fans it. are there's so like when you watch the Sixer game, I watch the Sixers just to watch the fans boo. Like I hope they're bad so the fans boo because yeah. it's so aggressive and just. I don't know. It's something. What is that? That is oh. that is a weird part of feeling.
2: Yeah. Poor Ben Simmons. Today's his 25th birthday. And on Twitter, they say he's only going to blow out seven of his 25 candles. That's
3: going <laughs> up there. <laughs> <laughs> poor Ben That's Simmons. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, he's getting the last uh, laugh.
2: That guy's got worth like, you
3: know, uh, you know how much does Ben Simmons get a year? Like $25 gosh, million. Dollars. $30 million. Yeah, $30 right. million. Dollars, and he can't shoot. Poor yeah. man. He doesn't want to shoot. No. And they're gonna have to. They, and people think he, he needs a fresh start somewhere else. But and they people will trade for him. They will. Yeah, yeah, I think they should trade him. I mean, how do you deal with that? They're gonna trade him. I, I think. Mm. Um, Phil, but is
1: Philly is Philly like a fun city? Like it is. Yeah, like yeah there's New York, a lot. New, there's, there's a lot a, of restaurants and stuff. There's that's tons, what I don't Yeah, feel like. a lot it's of like... t-
2: restaurants. A lot of outdoor beer gardens is the big thing that's going on there. Is that all these little pop up beer gardens are showing up and you know probably like New York where you can sit out in the street or in the park and they have beer guards. Like it's really fun. Yeah. They have little bikes the little indie bikes that you can go and also, from beer garden to beer garden and have little tours and,
3: and also cheesesteaks. That's the Pat well which is better, Pat or Ginos. Oh,
2: don't even start that. Pat and Ginos are not even <laughs> in the top ten. Like Really? Yeah, they're the they're they were the ones that started it.
3: Okay, so which is the top <laughs> Cheese steak place there's
2: uh, me and dennis will go to this john's roast pork all the time on mm. the way to the stadium there's DeLisandro's down by what oh, what's the steak what kind of steak is it filet steak. mignon it's a chip steak or what a the ribeye? hell's a chit steak a chip it's like i don't a ribeye steak. steak ribeye is a good one too it's gotta have a little fat content in it oh god I, the ribeyes are good for That's some the reason there's a ribeye
3: this would not do anything for me oh they're so good oh man eat the cheese alone ugh
2: Megan's got all of her friends coming in from Houston, Georgia this weekend for a birthday party, and they're doing a cheese steak tour. Ah,
3: well, there you go. Well, girls love cheese and steak. (laughs) (laughs) Girls will eat anything with cheese on it. Like, what is it? Nachos? Nachos? You get nachos in front of me, I will throw up.
2: Megan came home with a new love for a queso dip. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: queso dip is really good.
3: That's oh great. God. Like, she comes back with COVID and queso. Um and queso, right? Nice. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, ben Franklin came to Philly when he was 17. He established the fire department there. He did all those inventions there. And apparently, I didn't know this. I didn't realize it until I read it. But Ben Franklin is, like, everywhere. They have a bridge. He's got a parkway. He's got a science museum. He's got reenactors on the street yeah, when you go down there. He signed
2: the Declaration of Independence. He was all over the place. Everything. So he was, like... He loved beer. <laughs> Who knew? I had no yeah, idea. That's his line, right? Beer is But he didn't set up the city. Us, yeah.
3: William Penn set up the city. William and, Penn was the city, yeah. And he, he made lots of squares. He it's likes all, squares.
2: It's like a French... I think they interviewed... Well, they came with the French, the way they, the Paris is laid out. It's all grid. Well, Paris is a circle. So, they, it's grid with diagonal streets going huh. through. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
1: yeah, but can can you live like downtown Philly, like New York, like in Manhattan? Can you? No one really
2: lives in, or do they? Am I wrong? They about do. That? There's lots of neighborhoods.
3: No, there is. Like Gene, yeah. uh, some good friends live in downtown Philly. Yeah,
2: you're not not necessarily right by the Art Museum there. Like, well, the Art Museum's like a good area, yeah. but downtown by the City Hall's not as much residential. But there's a lot of. Good and you don't
1: you could so you could live downtown, not have a car. Yes. Tons of restaurants. Yeah, yeah Rittenhouse
2: Square. It's like the 18th and something. It's, it's a lot of good stuff. Okay. And they have all these little parks around with outdoor seating. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I love Philly. I just don't know it that well. So, okay. Public, okay, they so. have public
2: transportation, which is pretty good. Yeah. so You can take trains and subways. They ha- You can Uber around. You can Uber around. And uh,
3: Gina went to Temple, which I hear is pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. <laughs> Why is that area dangerous? Where is that?
2: North Philly? <laughs> That's like North Philly, right. North Philly is dangerous. It's not the best. <laughs> is that <laughs> like... Broad Street. Ah. The, the campus itself is beautiful. I just was there last week with Dennis. Yeah, it knowledge. is.
3: They said, don't leave the campus. But
2: you, you stray outside the campus a little bit too far. And you're in trouble mm, is that where you
3: think he's gonna go
2: that's where he probably wants to go really it's closer than his high school he, he's making a line like i'm the only one that what? goes to college closer than high school ouch it's one stop on the train closer than the high school goes oh to the Roman my Catholic.
3: god i don't know man wow. i we
2: just and had...
1: what's the what's the relationship from philly to new york city like what's that? Is there hate between them or i can't decide
2: uh there's definitely a sports rival like it's probably the closest sports team that we grow to hate besides the Dallas Cowboys, um, but we have we share but, that, Phil, yeah.
1: Phil, but Philly's not a city where all the people are like, okay, I got to go to New York. No,
2: really, no, that's New Jersey. I got it. Yeah, that's that's Jersey. Jersey's like half of them want to go to New York, half to go to Philly. They can't go there; they live in Jersey. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jersey friends.
3: <laughs> well, there are a lot of South Jersey people who are Philly. Uh, because that's the TV they pick up. They pick up the Eagles right. down there. For some yeah, reason.
2: that's a weird thing because the closest beach to Philadelphia is actually northern Jersey, which is all the New Yorkers go to. But mm. Philly people go to South Jersey to get away from the New Yorkers.
3: Right. So makes no sense. Makes no sense. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right.
2: And then, then if you like, really South
3: Jersey, you go to Delaware. Right. Some people in Philly go to Delaware. They're going to Delaware. Yeah. Washington people go to Delaware. It's bizarre. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware's all traffic. If you get lower New Jersey, like the Atlantic City, whatever, that that bottom half of New Jersey, right. Weirdos. It's Yeah, it is. I, I don't care if you're listening to the show. A weirdos. <laughs> we got three left. All right. So yeah, we're going
1: to, Lenny, we're going to have to take a trip to Philly and just. Are you kidding me?
3: Gina Philly. would love it. Yeah. She'll take all you all right. around. She knows her way. That's the one place I can go in the world that my wife will actually be helpful. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, <laughs> actually, day. she was actually
3: helpful in Italy. Actually, Jean is really good on the road. I have to take it all back. Yeah. She's really good. She can speak a little Italian. She can, yeah, huh? she's actually really good at maps and you know, oh, yeah, public
2: she's, transportation, yeah, subway. She's you know. actually
3: good. She's, you know, I'm the one who's more of a wreck. You know, she just loves exploring. She's like, oh, yeah, Positano. Like, I was complaining. The second I got there, have you ever been there? Everywhere you go, no, but this was (laughs) Positano. That is true, but this was next level, Lenny complaining. Have you ever seen the Amalfi Coast is gorgeous, and I recommend it for everybody on the bucket list. Go, I totally recommend it. Spend all the money, whatever you got to do. But Positano is a on a hill, like it just goes up like a pyramid, and I mean. Oh, my Lord. You either follow the road around and walk all the way up and down or you go straight up like the stairs, which is like the worst stairmaster you ever go to get to the next level. And I mean, I was toast. You know, I was when it's hot. You know, they have
2: the funicular there. One of those little rail cog trains.
3: They do have the rail thing, but you're not going to take that. I mean, there was there was to get to the beach. You got to go all the way down the thing. And then to get back up to your hotel, you got to go all the way back up. so you got to walk all these people. I must be. I mean, it, I, I walk a lot here in New York, right. but pff, that's why these old, ladies, these ninety-year-old, you see these Italian ninety-year-old ladies still walking around like no problem, holding baguettes, you know, because they all they do is walk up and down, up and down. It's insane. Probably takes a all day. Many, wait, how
1: many steps are we talking about from your hotel to the beach? Like, oh, this ship, is it's like,
3: a hike. This is like a legit like hundreds. Hike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, a, this is like when I got down to the beach and I was like, we got to be here for a while because I can't walk back up there. I mean, it was just up and down. <laughs> and, then, and then we took, we went like further down. We stayed in a, a different place. Uh, we were just there for the day. It was like a day trip. And we stayed in this other place. And then, of course, we took a boat trip that took us back to that place. Positano, so I had to do it again, because she's like, oh, let's go have breakfast in that little shop we had. Like, oh, my God. Here we <laughs> Up the hill,
2: down the hill. Like... Crazy. Oh, God. Um, that's totally where my wife would be like, "Oh, we're at the beach. Oh, could you go back and get my sunscreen?" Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I cannot. I will yeah. guarantee you. You will say, "Nope." We'll no. buy a new one right here. There is no. It's it's beautiful, but I'll show you pictures. You'll be like, yeah. "Oh my lord." Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Also, so let's talk a little more Philly. They have. 15 four-year colleges. Temple, like I said. Um, Art schools. A lot of art schools. A lot of art schools. Um, They have a great Italian market, which I've been to. I like the Italian market. What, engineering schools? Yes. And then they have the Mummers, You want to explain the mummers? The mummers.
2: I've been to the mummers parade once. The mummers is a
3: troop of actors and musicians. I thought it was a religious thing, but no, No. they're a troop of actors and musicians that get together, and it's like it's like a New Year's Day parade.
2: It's a New Year's Day parade. It's crazy. I mean, they have these clubhouses down on Second Street in South Philly. Yeah, it's people that have grown up in the mummers. Their whole family, their grandpa marches, the dad, the son, (laughs) they all go. And it it used to be like they all go out drinking the night before and walking this parade. But these guys are hardcore. The day after New Year's, they're playing in next year's parade making their costumes Oh my! Lord. it's insane yeah it's fun but uh i've only been there <laughs> once because it's too much for try. it's new year's day it's cold it's- i was somewhere where the mummers showed up
3: i think i maybe i did new year's eve in uh hartford and it was like a small mummers parade right. i got stuck in hartford because i couldn't get a train out or got something it. i don't know i think i saw the mummers once um yeah. it's also well,
1: fil- Wait where do the mummers live
3: they're normal
2: people they yeah
3: just- and then they just become and the mummers clubs
2: right there's different clubs all over the city that they go and you practice and it's it
3: sounds like a club town you can play volleyball you yeah. can go to the italian market have cheesesteak club or you could go mummer you can go to the mummers clubs you'd be in the mummers neil i think bethel will I be would be in the I, mummers that, for sure
1: that's what i'm asking how do you get in it you used just to be old you man. To ask you? i
2: think they let women in now but they used to just do all the guys and the guys would dress up as the women and wear the dresses and like
3: they don't tell you so because mummers is the word <laughs> <laughs> That's awful.
1: Oh, but they have to. Ask, they have to ask you. It's one of those like the Illuminati. They have to ask you to be in part of it, or it just—it's a family
2: thing. Yeah.
3: I'm sure, Neil. Oh, if okay. you did the art scene like you do, like the acting scene, you would end up being in the mummers. You'd be yeah, like, Psst. we went right.
2: one year. We went after the mummers. Like, I'll oh, we'll come back after the parade and go down to Second Street where all the clubs are. And we went to them when they came back after the parade, and it was like the Super Bowl Sunday. It was the streets were packed. Everyone was partying. It was a lot of fun. Mm,
3: nice. Wow. Yeah, okay. fun.
2: Fun. Fun to,
0: yeah.
3: All right. Well, well, let's wrap this up. They also have the Children's Hospital of Philly. It's for Philly to chop. Children's Hospital of Philly is the first kids only hospital. That's yeah, pretty big.
2: That's huge. And when Dennis had his big arm accident and broke his arm, we, so took, we took, him took him there. Him to and they they did great. some surgery there that they would not have done in 99% Everywhere. of the world.
3: Amazing. Yeah amazing. So, Philly's pretty good. And it's also got the oldest, America's oldest residential street. It's called Elfrith's Alley. Yes. 1702. And it had 30, they built 32 homes built on it. It's the oldest residential street in the country. Yep.
2: It looks like any other street, but...
3: <laughs> well, I'm sure they've rebuilt those a couple times. Right.
2: One end of the street, there was a giant wall. On the other side of the wall is Route 95. Nah. There you go. Oh, That's where it's. and And do, wait,
1: do they, do they have Amish? Do the Amish come into Philly? Not that much. You- I
2: mean, they make come in there Work, but Amish more Lancaster. They're out that yeah. oh, okay. like an hour away. I right. was obsessed with the Amish. We should talk that's about not that. Bad. Oh, that's a whole. Anya, my daughter Anya, would talk to the Amish all the time. She loves the Amish. <laughs>
3: There you go. Well, they do make <laughs> n- good, uh, not Scooter Whoopie pies, Sh- shoe fly pie, shoe fly pie, Whoopie pies. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. All right, we'll g- we got to get Neil some goodies from Philly. Oh, I got
1: go to go right. to Philly. I really want to go to Philly. This is a good All advertisement right. for Philly. Wait, you didn't mention the big part of Philly, the Duponts. Aren't they the big Philly family, the Duponts?
3: They're Delaware, really. Way to go, oh, Neil. Okay. Yeah. Way to go. Shit. I already hit we'll the be- button. We'll do
2: that on the Delaware segment. <laughs> uh, uh, All right.
3: Let's try again. There we go. All right. The third corner we're going to do today is the Summer Olympics. July twenty third. It's coming up. All right, when you hear this, it's already started. To August eighth. The mascots are Meratawa and Somedy. Future and Eternity, and Cherry Blossoms. So here, here I I printed a picture of this. Hold on. There they are. They look like oh, Power wow. Rangers. Power Puff Girls. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they look like a blue those and pink Power Puff Girl.
1: Those are amazing.
3: Yeah, good way to way to fake it, Neil. Yeah. There's 206 nations, over 11,000 athletes, 339 events in 33 sports. And I love when they say 50 disciplines. I guess like one sport, and you have like all like the lengths of the. I guess. I yeah. guess. Um, I don't know, man. We Chuck was asking me if I'm going. We I would have loved to go to Tokyo. Just two problems. COVID. Did you hear today? Some girl in the Paralympics says she's not going. She quit the team. She's blind in a wheelchair.
1: Oh, I read that story. And was they so wouldn't sad. let her pick,
3: bring her assistant. <laughs> I know. Like, oh my god!
1: I like, know. COVID, like she's
3: blind in a wheelchair. How do you fuck this up? What event she's is she blind? And Whatever. Deaf. Yeah. She's blind yeah. and deaf in a wheelchair. She's Helen Keller in a wheelchair. You can't bring your assistant.
2: That's silly. That's.
1: She literally is going to win the gold medal in swimming, and they won't let her like go. And so, because last Olympics, did you read that she got stuck in her hotel room and she couldn't.
2: She couldn't oh
3: get
1: out. Like there was nowhere to help her. I was like, "Oh my god, the story was sad."
3: This is the saddest story. She's like, "I can't do this anymore." And like, sad. She's an Olympic athlete. Ugh. Um, the this is how big of a disaster is. They can't delay this anymore. Did you know, Neil? Delaying the Olympics last year cost five point eight billion dollars. Because of all know. the empty stadiums that didn't have anything booked. All the wow. construction, all the stuff that they prepared, all the probably all the marketing, all oh my god, 5.8. Wow. Could you imagine Tokyo's like, oh no, we're having it. Right. COVID schmovid. I don't care if there's three people in the events.
2: No, there's nobody, right? <laughs> they, there they said no fans.
3: No fan. And they're like yeah. very minimal. I think it's getting worse and worse. Yeah, no fans. And then they. But they, just, they
1: have no, don't you agree? They have no choice. They have to do this. I mean, I don't know what else. To, what what are the choices? They can't cancel it, in my opinion. They I agree. They something.
3: can't cancel it. They have to do what we did for Supermarket Suite. Put them in a bubble. Test them every other day. Right. You know, quarantine them. Keep get security in there to do the same thing. And uh,
1: no, they have to do it. Although, although you have to admit, like if you were to draw up a worst case COVID scenario, okay. I'm going to build a dorm and I'm going to have people come from every part of the world, yeah, it's every area. country. Yep. And they're all going to stay in a dorm together and eat together. I mean, that is, a, that's like your worst case scenario. Well, like, they already had the
3: 60 people pull out. By the way, I've been in the commissary, not the athletes commissary, but when I went to Pyongyang, we said, yeah, it's a lot of people from a lot of places for sure. Right. Um, Toyota pulled out of this event. I heard that. Yeah. Cause apparently, I don't know, in protest or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> they also like back the Trump administration. So Toyota can suck it right now. You know, so, um, I don't know. Just, we have to have this Olympics. You know why? Cause S- Simone Biles is the greatest yes. gymnastics <clears throat> person in the history of gymnastics. We just have to give her the gold yeah. medals. Just give her all of them. Just give her them all, you know, have her do a little routine and just, give it just take the medals yeah have the ceremony and i don't care i'm watching i don't care if there's anybody in the crowd or not she'll
2: be the number one
3: yeah after this Olympics. katie Ledecky, same thing great you know swimmer they actually have a couple girls that can catch her now from like australia or something yeah there's one girl from australia that can catch her in like one of the events it's okay. gonna be close wow but uh she's slated to win another like seven medal you know and then shikari richardson the craziest 100-meter, you know, full nails, hair, the whole shebang, smoke pot out.
2: Right. Now, did she get thrown out by the IOC, or was that the
3: USA that threw her? I think the USA threw her out. Like, you can't go. But I think the IOC would have thrown her. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is, come on, man, you're running Olympic. It's like Neil. Like, Neil, you sure you want to go to that barbecue? You want to... If you don't get to do Supermarket Sweep because you get COVID from your Altoona barbecue, you will kick yourself the rest of your life. That you know, you'll be the Shikari Richardson
2: Right. It's your fault.
3: Of dumb game show moves, dumb career moves.
1: You no, can't. but I'm I'm literally I'm vaccinated, I'm outside, I I think it'll be all right. I mean, I'm thinking there's two other people there plus me and Beth, so there's four people.
3: Okay. Well, when the guy next to you is going,
1: "Oh, you're so funny, Neil," <laughs> <laughs> in your face, yeah.
3: he said that when he when he, he, he the guy came to do the septic tank. He's talking to him like a close talker, and oh, Neil's like in a mask, and he keeps taking a step back, and the guy keeps taking a step oh, forward, no. and he keeps taking. <laughs> yeah, so
2: that Neil was Just was go awful. put the yoga pants on. That'll throw him. Yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what, I might have to go full yoga pants just to keep everybody away <laughs> from me.
2: Oh, that's no, a I, I
1: don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know what to do anymore about this COVID.
3: You're gonna have to just get lucky. I think Olympic beach volleyball <laughs> July 23rd to 30th. Medal matches are August 5th and 6th. Women's volleyball is the interesting one because Kerry Walsh is not in. Right. She lost, so she she's got a new partner, and that was a bad move because the new the old partner is about to play April Ross. April Ross, yeah, yeah is about to play with Alex Kleinman. And they've been a really good team good. this year. They're good. Carrie
2: Walsh Jennings is, is old. I mean, yeah, she's forty-two 40, years, yeah, old. 40 yeah. 40 years
3: old. Yeah, right. so she gave it one more shot with a younger person, and it didn't work for her. So, um, poor things out. That could be the end of her career. But Canada is actually the number one seed. I think Pavin and Parides. Oh, I
2: don't, I don't know beach volleyball.
3: Yeah, and I'm yeah. surprised, but but we do have America has a second team. We always get two teams, right? And Kelly Clays is 25, and Sarah Sponsel is 24. They're the youngest team ever we've ever sent, and they're pretty good.
2: Beach Volleyball is like an older older team. Yeah, but... 23-24, like you would think that that's the collegiate athlete age.
3: Yeah, I mean, no, The wait, the men. Oh, my God. Phil Dahlhauser, he's been there since I was Forever. five. Yeah, he's... He played in the 80s. Yeah, he's 41... It's his fourth Olympics. He won the gold in 2008. Probably should have retired. Right. He's still going. And Nick Lucina, who is like fifth in Rio, our second team, Jake Gibb. 45 years old, yeah. the oldest player in history. Wow. And Taylor Crab. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. We have no shot. I mean, and they're, and apparently that is stacked. The Russians are great. The Norwegians are favorite. Uh guy named Anders
2: Moll and Christian Storm. They're like, we're not kind of metal. Yeah. Once the rest of the world figured out, you can build beaches anywhere for volleyball. It's <laughs> <also getting> good. <laughs> we love. Yeah. yeah.
3: I loved the Olympics when I was a kid. Like, so they had, Yeah. ABC, Jim McKay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on man right nothing better nothing better
2: what do you like better the swimming or the gymnastics like that's the big summer thing
3: or both right it's so exciting no matter what it is like for some reason i couldn't watch a swim meet if you gave me a million dollars olympics i'm in same thing in gymnastics i'm not watching it gymnastics gives me a flat-out heart attack that's so the tumbling run when they start the tumbling run i can't i can't even watch or the balance beam balance beam when thing to they her. they they do the flip like she's in one set and then completely 180 onto that little beam. Right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's heart attack. It's a heart attack city. And that you know that the one you know that vault when they go running down the thing, boing, and they hit the vault and they yeah, do the yeah. flips. Okay, we've all seen that one video of that guy who face plants the front of the vault, right? <laughs> right. Vinny Brand used to show this at the beginning yeah. of the stress factory, right? To yep. get and it was like, Oh, you hear everybody go. I, to this day, I think that every person's going to do that.
2: Right. And they changed the vault so many times. When we were younger, that vault was like six inches wide. Like that was a, a like a fence. Yeah. But now they have the thing. It's big and wide. And it's padded. And yeah. yeah. More still, room, still, it's crazy. You hit that vault going that fast. And you're doing cartwheels and flips going into it. Yeah.
3: I remember the, my father used to watch, like we we used to watch the Russians, like he, Valesi Alexiev lift the weights. Right. That was his big guy. Like these yeah. weight, they used just use the weightlifting because you never would see weightlifting. And yeah. then this guy would like, just that's all he got to do lift it over his head. Big and, fat guy, right? Yeah. A big fat guy. It's yeah. like he was just eating in the corner. Like you want <laughs> with the worst onesie of all time, you know, like how do they find a onesie? Yeah, right. Like they invented spandex. It probably wasn't even spandex. It was probably like, cloth onesie <laughs> and then he goes and lifts 300, 400, 500 pounds over his head yeah. Yeah. and he just drops it and he's like, I'm going back to the corner now. You know,
1: like, and, it, and it's always a guy from some like weird country that you've never heard of. Well, he won the like, gold. Alex- Alexei,
3: Alexei have won the gold 72 76 and my father, he would they would play the Russian national anthem and my father knows the Russian an- national anthem oh. because he got stuck in Russia right. and the next thing he goes, I'm like, how do you know the Russian national anthem? You know, Oh, and then he would oh, curse. Wow. My father would curse all the people if Germany won. He would curse <laughs> Germany. Like, uh, oh my God! It was a, a chaos in my house for the Olympics. Yeah. We loved it. Best. Now, af- go you, ahead, Bruce Jenner. You, I remember Bruce Jenner oh running God, yeah. on the thing on the Wheaties box, running with the American flag. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. lord! We should have killed him in 1976.
1: <laughs> now, thunk. how do you yeah. you you've never been to a Summer Olympics, right? I don't think Lenny, but you've been to the Winter. How do you compare the two?
3: Well, I haven't been to the summer. I would love to go to the summer. Uh, Leslie says that the summer is amazing. Like that beach volleyball is so crazy. It's a great time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's a hard ticket to get, but she said the track and field is incredible. Incredible. Like it's light. these guys are lightning and you've been in person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would go see anything. Like even when I was a kid, diving, Greg Luganis was like 17, won the gold medal. right? Right. Mark Spitz won like eight go- million gold medals. I remember my dad was like, he's Jewish. He's going to break all the record. You know, and he right. did that. I mean, he's the king.
2: He was the king. He's the king. I also love watching the sports you never, ever see. Like team handball. Like, I'm <laughs> glued <laughs> to watching team handball and badminton. and yeah. All those little
3: things. Oh, yeah. The badminton thing when they're like, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> you can't even see it. That's not how we played in game I couldn't even do it three times. We, right. If you and I stood on, on how many times? Three? Yeah. Maybe.
2: What the ceiling,
3: yeah, they explain what the shuttlecock is. It's made out of like virgin <laughs> pig hair, you know, it's like crazy. They, you know, Mary Carrillo can explain me anything, then goes around the town, like it's so
2: good, right? And then somewhere there's announcers that know the inside out of the game that can tell you all this. Oh, yeah,
3: that was a fun hanging with the announcers. Like, I met Mike Tariko and whatever. How do these guys keep it all straight? But there's tons of prep, they've been doing prep for years. How do they really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Who's the best athlete of all time? There are two, really, supposedly, the two best American athletes of all time. Jim Thorpe? Jim Thorpe is up there. He's in the top 10 for sure. Jim right. Um Neil, did you have a favorite one and I'm going to tell you who it is? Carl
1: Lewis? Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess it would a Oh yeah, Carl Lewis. Carl I guess Lewis. It uh, a swimmer maybe? Would it would a
3: Get this. Carl, Carl. Lewis won the 84 gold medal in the 100 and 200, the long jump, and the 400-meter relay. Then comes back four years later, wins the gold in the 100, the long jump, and silvers in the 200. Then comes back in 1992, wins the gold in the 400-meter relay and the long jump. And then comes back in 1996 and wins the gold in the long jump.
2: Oh,
0: my God.
3: Like, this guy won the four Olympic long jumps in a row. How is that even possible? He must have, how old was he? He was in mid must have been like 19 to his mid-30s. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, I did That's know that. insane. But we've had yeah. some great ones. Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Flojo, you know, like uh, Edwin Moses, you right. know. Still, I think Edwin Moses has a record for the 400 or something like that.
0: Okay.
2: Just, even um, Bruce Jenner back in that day was a big one.
3: That's right. Mary Lou Retton yeah. was a huge one. Oh, man. And then now the world's changed so much, Neil. Basketball, we may not even medal.
1: No, I know, but the team sports are like, I don't know if I get as much out of the team sports with professionals in there. I'd rather watch all the other Olympic stuff than the team basketball. You know what I mean? I just, they just don't seem into it in anybody. So I don't, I don't like the team sports with professionals I could do without, like soccer or basketball.
0: Well,
3: I mean, I I like watching the soccer team because it at least gives me, I only watch the soccer team twice. I'll watch it in the Olympics the World and, Cup. and the World Cup. Yep. And then I don't care what the soccer team does. Oh, I just check in. Oh, we still suck. <laughs> You know, but the way, <laughs> yeah, and then the, the women's way team destroys everybody. It's it's kind of bizarre, right?
1: I know. If that's all I when when we watch world soccer with USA. It's like, why are we so bad every time? But right, because every little
2: but team plays soccer. Yeah,
1: but there's also softball this year. There's there's a bunch of new like there's a few new sports, right? Like softball's back in. I think, I think so.
3: New. Oh yeah. yeah, you always see stuff like X game stuff that you're like, that's an yeah. Olympic sport. It's crazy, right? But
1: yeah, there's an there's a couple wait so is the olympics next olympics 3 years from now or is it
2: that's a great question i'm guessing it it's moved up i think they keep it on the
3: the, the floor. Four. Yeah. yeah but then, oh, then so next year is supposed to be the the winter right <laughs> they're going to have that one may as well that's, that's when true. people get sick that. in the winter yeah that's right where is that going to be and what about what about i think about the that's in beijing pipes
1: is it? Yeah. What about the piped what about the piped in noise? Do you guys need the piped in noise like cuz there's going to be no fans there? Do you need that when you're watching it? Does it help you?
3: No, I'm having a heart attack no matter what happens. Right? right?
2: Yeah. Oh, in so you don't need that. I I, need
1: I like the piped in cheering and all that stuff. I need that.
2: You need I don't it? Mind it. it kind of makes it feel normal. I would think yeah, the, yeah, I, like I would it. think I, I like it. that the cheering
3: or whatever, the crowd it would help a lot of people um that wouldn't win medals you know like yeah. you get a small country maybe she's really good in her small country and she's doing gymnastics but then once you get in front of these big stadiums they choke right right but now she'd be able to do it because nobody's you going boom like
2: you're a rower or something and you're like everyone's cheering you an right. incentive to catch up or something right like that. right
3: so I don't know maybe it brings the the front runner down a little bit maybe I don't know but I don't know neil do you do you want you want the crowd when you're there or you want the you don't want the crowd when you're there
1: no, I like it only on. I don't. I don't think it should be there in the stadium. But I love it on TV. For some reason, I fall for it all the time on TV. Like if I'm watching, like when I was watching Euro Euro soccer, there's no one in the stadium. But the the algorithm <laughs> cheers when like it's set. Like it go, they go forward, they cheer, and I'm like, who's cheering? It, it's crazy, but I kind of like it on TV. It's like fake, but I like it. I, don't I know why. the it one.
3: The one good thing I like about this Olympics when it's in Tokyo, it's it's reverse hours. So they'll show it live. Oh, that's good. You know
2: (laughs) Yeah, when they had that Russian one or something like that, when it's like everything's in the middle of the night.
3: Yeah, yeah, middle of the night. Well I can get back I can get back from spots and watch like live events and then but they try and do the timing like it's mid afternoon when they really run these events there. So it was like two in the afternoon and it's you know, they're trying to run Yeah, it was weird. Or morning. And will I think there, ten o'clock in the morning will, is ten o'clock at night, so that's when it's running here. Yeah, weird. But
1: will there be the stories in these Olympics? You think like where they're like literally like uh, Usain Bolt or whoever is about to run, and then like one guy's eliminated because of COVID? Is COVID going to oh, strike yeah. that? Totally. Oh, you think so? Oh, I don't. Think All of so. it I think somehow.
3: They always catch somebody just, doping. They always catch somebody <laughs> right. COVID. There's going to be plenty of it. What do you mean?
1: It's going to be so sad if you've worked four years and you, you get COVID like the night before of you run your big race. Ri- oh, yeah. my God. I mean, can't you just fake it? I mean, oh, God, it's just tragic. You're outside. you got to be able to still run. If you get it like the day before, I mean, there's something tragic about that.
3: Well, I mean, just stay away. from. Look, these athletes know if you're an event, I wouldn't get near anybody. Right. Right?
2: How awful would it be that you get like a false positive? Yeah. kicks you out of the event and find out you had. Oh, my accident. God. God.
3: Oh, oh, God. All these po- Yeah, good luck, everybody. If you're in the Olympics, for some reason, <laughs> listen to this show, we'll be all rooting for you. I don't know how you root against people in the Olympics. No. Because the guy who comes in eighth in every track meet, in the he's one second behind. Right. It's the saddest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> he's the fastest guy in his country. He gets right. here, he's one second behind. Yeah. And he's like, goes home
2: eighth. Yeah, or that guy that would finish second behind Usain Bolt for years and years. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> now the now the last thing I was gonna say is like the last thing I was like when I was growing up the the one of the biggest Olympic sports was boxing. Yes. Like USA boxing like yes. Sugar Ray. Yeah. All these guys in there. Can you name what? Can either of you name any American boxer going in this? Like no, none, right? None. Like, no.
3: No. Like no. back then it was Sugar Ray Leonard, the Spinks brothers, Howard Davis, Leo Randolph. They all won golds. We've had some great boxing and teams. And then they
2: came in to start the pro career afterwards.
3: That's right. And now I couldn't name one. Nothing. Boxing is dead. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's that. Like, straight. Is, is MMA not in the Olympics? I don't think so. But they do have like judo. Nothing like watching guys grab each other's shirts for an hour. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like guys in pajamas not like, you know, like, give me back my pillow. <laughs> 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 I
1: can't. It says that. Somebody's going to listen to the show
3: going, fuck you, lady. I'll show so, you how it works.
1: Uh, uh, there's going gonna, to be a bunch of judo guys outside your apartment tomorrow morning. You know what's so funny?
3: <laughs> I, I don't understand judo. Like, and uh, In the Flintstones, it was like a judo, a chop, chop, chop. And then he would chop him in the neck <laughs> and it would knock the guy out. You never see that move. Nothing. Just once. I'd love to no. see the move. The guy's chop. grabbing his shirt. He's like, chop. And the guy goes down. And it looks like he beat him with the judo chop.
1: You no. want the Karate Kid yes. leg sweep? want of course. <laughs> yeah. why, why am I watching yeah. this? Crane. I crane.
3: No, it's so boring. It's so boring. But yeah. you know, and then it's a, such a subtle move. Oh, that was a great takedown. Was it? Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see anything. Wrestling is just homoerotic. Steal his somebody. wallet, right? Wrestling, the guy's on your face for a half an hour. That's two points. Yeah, I, they I, they I, lay there.
2: They just lay there for the next two minutes.
3: Do they do that in uh, in schools anymore? <laughs> with um, like i had to do that in gym class seriously oh. we talk about ruining my day oh my when i was a kid. i
2: never had gym class wrestling you never.
3: <laughs> i had gym class wrestling this is how sad this was look at me oh i'll
2: pay i, I
1: would pay to watch that it, i would pay to pay to, to watch this.
3: that you'd, you'd be paying to watch a four second event i used to get pinned <laughs> in four seconds the guy like some people would wrestle i don't know like so i would be on top of the guy okay you gotta grab his arm here and you, i know how to do it like get on stream Four seconds later, I'm looking at the sky. Like, four seconds later, I'm on top. Okay, you're on the bottom now, Lenny. Four seconds later, I'm looking at the sky. Or I just fall to the ground flat like a pancake. It was the worst. My gym class when I was a kid was the worst. I had to climb a rope to see I'm afraid of heights. So I couldn't even climb the little rope. Like, I'm not climbing that rope. And then the people go to the top of the gym. You know how high the gym is. So, eh, yeah. failure. Trampoline. The guy would jump up and like, who the fuck is gonna do tramp? Nobody in their right mind would even have a trampoline now, right? Pull ups and chin ups. Look right. at me. I still to this day cannot do a pull up or a chin up. Okay, for some reason, <laughs> neither one. Uh, then uh, all these event all these stupid events. The wrestling, uh, uh, f. Every time. My mother would go into class, like, it, was, it wasn't it was even F, A, this is like f- first grade, second grade, third grade. My mother would go in there and go, I, this makes no sense. This kid, all he does is play baseball, right. basketball, football, whatever. What are you doing in this gym class? <laughs> He's an athlete. You know, like, the, the guy's like, you don't understand. He can't do any of this stuff. Like, what? What? What are you... Wrestling? Like jumping in a trampoline. Are you trying... So everybody in the club, Just so you know, trampoline. All the kids used to have to stand on the outside of the trampoline in case you... That was the net. (laughs) In case you went awry. And the big joke, and we'll end with this. The big joke was like uh, jumping up the teacher... Would jump up and down, down would jump up and down to show demonstrate what you were gonna go up there and do. Right. Which I had no business right. wanting to do. And he had a toupee. So when he would jump, his toupee would go up in the air and <laughs> fall back awesome. on his head. Up on his head. Um, and, fall. Um, and everybody was like, This is the craziest. Yeah,
2: I want to request it yeah. from future corner of gym class, high school gym, gym class, class. Of a future corner. That's a good topic. That
3: <laughs> is a good topic. I forgot all about that, and it was most embarrassing time of my life. All right, let's move man,
1: on. Some, right. Yeah,
3: that is some bad memories, man. Um, I came home crying a lot. Oh my um, All right, the fourth corner. So Neil, so Chuck has decided he's come up with a quiz for us. Okay, you want to go? It. You Chuck is going to monitor this quiz. You want to go first? Or you want to go last? I want to
1: go second.
3: You want to go second. All right. We're going to hang up and we will call you back.
2: Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. Let's do it. Back so, to the quiz. So how do we do this? I tell you the topic. So yep. here's how I came up with this. Yep. Literally on the train. <laughs> Stewardess. I want some light reading. I'm like I got it. The, the quiz today is famous Jewish sports legends. Oh, shit. Let's do it. <laughs> if Neil's going to lose this one, this is the one to lose. <laughs> if he beats me, I'll be oh, so embarrassed. Be, this, 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 you're in a no-win right now. I am in a no-win. All right. So I'll just go through. There's 15 right. questions. Let's do it. They go from easy
3: to easier. I to I just hard. name one Mark Spitz. Do it.
2: <laughs> we'll get there. All, All right, right. Go ahead. Number one. This major league legend retired in 1946 with a 313 career. Hank Greenberg. <laughs> Number two, I can just move on. This USA swimmer had what's considered the most the greatest single Olympics for an Indian. There you go. Mark Spitz. Mark Spitz ding. Number three, for a stretch of twelve years spanning nineteen fifty one to sixty two, no basketball player was as dominant in their sport as this guy. Ooh. He retired in sixty two, then led the Sixers to another championship as a coach in nineteen sixty six. He made the Ooh. Hall of Fame in 1972.
3: Well, it's either Dolph Shays or uh, Bob Cousy. I'm gonna go Dolph Shays. Ding, Yes. a button,
2: yes. All right, after breaking into the major leagues for the Brewers in 2007, he'd win the Rookie of the Year and 2011 and NL MVP. He made five consecutive All-Star appearances, who's nicknamed the Hebrew Hammer. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, shit. He is still active, I think, but he may not be playing now what, what you, oh they uh he's been around since 2007
3: yeah the guy uh,
2: for the brewers
3: yeah yeah he got caught on roids that bastard
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, uh, oh um oh I forgot his name Want me uh, to come back You're yeah right. come I'll back to something. it yeah uh-huh
2: all right. This event is the third largest sporting event in the world with 10,000 athletes competing. It's often referred to as the Jewish Olympics. It's an international Jewish and Israeli multi-sport, now held quadrennially in Israel, first held in 19- 19... The Maccabee Games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Number five. Ding. Number six... <laughs> it's funny we talked about it a lot Sorry. this athlete was the first performer of the US women's gymnastics team in 1996 Atlanta her final vault attempt landed won the first ever team gold and she did it on a bad ankle
3: oh uh, she's
2: Jewish uh, Carrie Shrug yes wow Carrie Shrug is Jewish ding, ding. look at that Considered the first true T-formation cornerback, this Hall of Fame QB led the Bears to five title games, winning four of them, including a 73-0 thrashing of the Redskins in 1940, five touchdowns in 43, and he still holds the record for most touchdowns in a game with seven. Legendary Bears quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Ah. And your hint is he's Jewish.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, Uh, Norm Van Brocklin. No. Uh, We'll come back. All
2: right. Number Uh, eight. Before he embarked on one of the most successful coaching careers in basketball, he was one of the greatest point guards in the history of the Bob Cozy. He won an ABA championship as a player on the Oakland Oaks and a gold medal in Tokyo in 64. He's the Uh, only basketball coach to win both an NCAA championship and an NBA title. Oh, Larry Brown, probably. Larry Brown, ding. Yeah. Good job. All right. This linebacker was selected in the second round of 1982 NFL draft by the Patriots out of the University of Iowa. He led the team the next year in strike shortened with eight and a half sacks and went on to, um, with a franchise record, 18 and a half sacks. He had five consecutive Pro Bowls inducted to the NFL Hall of Fame in 2008. Patriots legendary linebacker. A Patriots uh, linebacker was Jewish. I gotta say that this one for me too. I didn't know this. Teddy Bruschi. This is not Teddy Bruschi. Uh, uh, Mike Vrabel. Not even Mike Vrabel. Who oh, the fuck? Right, you'll, All right, keep going. I'll get you back on this. Yeah, man. Surprise me. All right. oh, damn. Back to the gymnastics. This gymnast, two-time Olympian, was captain of both the 2012 Fierce Five and the 2016 Final Five.
3: Oh, Allie Raisman, probably. Allie Raisman, yeah. very
2: good. <laughs> oh, uh, shit, I didn't know. So. I didn't yeah. know these were Jewish Yeah, yeah. All right, here's another good one. Female swimmer enjoyed one of the longest and most successful careers ever. Medals in 1984, 1988, 1992. She retired in 96, came back in 2001 to medal, retired again, came back in 2008 at age 41. Yeah. The big hint, she became the first athlete to appear in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yes. So she was kind of hot to go with her
3: swim. Yeah. Oh, man. I see her face. She's Uh, been
2: around forever. And she's Jewish. Yes, I got it. <laughs>
3: oh man, uh, I forgot her name. I know, I know who it is, but I forgot her name. Uh, a, uh, we'll um, someone with a V. No, um, there's no fuck. V in that.
2: You'll know that name right off the bat. Yeah. All right, here's one you'll get. For a better part of 14 years, during the late 80s and 90s, he was one of the most feared hitters. He finished fifth in the Rookie of the Year while playing for the Blue Jays. He put himself in the map by 2002. Playing for the Dodgers, hit four home runs in a game with 19 bases in the game. He retired a member of 2000 Hit Club. He played for Toronto, L.A., Arizona, and finished his career with the Mets.
3: Yeah. uh. Oh, God. Uh, did he play first? He was an outfielder, I think. Uh, I'm drawing a blank we can go back because go, go they're going no. to get a little harder they get harder oh nice man, man. Uh,
2: your number number 13 here's one uh, US, uh, you go. you got this one uh, i want to
3: say olero but it's not olero no Oler-Root. but you're close yeah i know you're right there i know yes go ahead.
2: Oh. he played for the blue jays that's where he made his right heart. but so Oler- all right here's number number 13 yeah. women's basketball player led yeah. uconn to 114 record in 19, in 2000, the 2002, she won the Naismith Award. All three years, she went 39 and 0 in 2002. Let's go, Rebecca Lobo. Rebecca Lobo is not. Oh, sh- good try, though. Shit.
3: <laughs> Who else is on it? There's two other it's ones. Not Diana Taurasi. It's uh, not Diana Taurasi. Oh my God, Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Sue Bird. I'm taking it back. It's give it, it to me. I
2: thought you got that. Yeah. Okay. I uh, will give you that. All right. uh, this is a funny one. I have no idea. I did not know. All right, the most- With a name like Bird? B I R D? She won. All right. All right. Okay, number 14. Yep. The most recent Olympic medalists for Israel mm-hmm. are Yardon Gerby and Ori Sasson. <laughs> they both won bronze in 2016. Name the sport.
3: Oh, my Lord. This has got to be like judo or some stupid. You're a judo? Yes. <laughs> no, I knew they were going to... judo. I knew they had something
2: it's like. Steal your wallets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I knew they were good at Judah. All right, number 15. They ha- they always come up with one. Excuse, they never do the winter. Yeah. Yep.
2: All right, number 15. Yep. Since winning the Rookie of the Year in the NBA in 2003 with the Suns, he's gone on to play six All-Star games. Second team made the NBA All-Star first team in 2006. He played 14 seasons, two different teams. He recently discovered his Jewish roots and traveled to oh. Israel and plays in the Israeli league. Amari Stoudemire. Amari <laughs> 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 Dang, that's it. Right, that's how, it. All right, let me go back let's to the. Go back to oh, what four. is his name? Number four. Three, it's
3: the brewer guy, the right? The brewer guy that juiced. Oh, yeah, the brewer guy that juiced. The Hebrew hammer. Uh, oh, Ryan Braun. Yes. Yes.
2: yes! Yes. All right, number seven. We'll go back to that one. The quarter, the Bears quarterback, oh, legendary, God. like uh, Hall of Fame. He Chuck was, Bednarik. <laughs> that's a
3: Eagles
2: was, guy. Yeah, he oh, was wait, Papa uh,
3: Bears uh, quarterback. Oh my God. No. Uh,
2: uh, oh. And the name tells you that he is Jewish. It's not like a Sue Bird.
3: Ugh, it's gonna hit me when Neil goes.
2: Go ahead. Keep. Uh, I don't got it. That's this one. Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. Fuck. Number Not nine. what I should have got And number 9 The Patriots no. linebacker I have no n- idea No one knew who was Jewish I don't even know If he's white or black guy But he's oh. Jewish oh. Andre Tippett Come on Andre Tippett
3: <laughs> I got to look up that one. That's got to be like, find your route. Andre right. Titbit? never, ever. That's the hardest one. So you got I had no three idea.
2: You got
3: all right. 12 out of
2: 15. All
3: right. It. Let's call Neil. If he beats 12 out of 15 on this, I will be shocked.
2: I wish, I totally, though, want the tiebreaker question to come.
3: Okay.
2: To okay. <laughs> it's totally going to set up Neil.
3: Uh, all right. Let's see what we
2: got. My Ooh. Lord. This Hammond and Hall is going to take forever on yep. this one. All
3: right,
1: do I got a chance?
3: I think you have oh, a chance, shit. but I would be abs- if you win this, I'm gonna tip my cap, that's for sure.
1: Oh shit. Uh, I don't so, like
2: the sound of that. So Neil, here's the topic. <laughs> I was on the train, the lady came around, I asked for some light reading. So we're doing famous Jewish sports legends.
0: If you ever oh, watch the Arabic <laughs>
2: <laughs> and most of them you recognize, some of them you may not know that are Jewish. That's the key. Oh,
3: shit. All right. (laughs) I got 12 out of 15. You got it. You get 13,
2: you win it. All right. We'll start easy. We'll start. If you don't get the first one, you're done. All right. This Major League (laughs) Baseball legend retired in 1946 with a 313 average, 331 home runs uh, in only 1,300 games. He won't know this. In 56, he was the first Jewish player elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame for the Tigers. One of oh, the greatest, this is this, greatest ever. This. Yeah, this one's a, this is a
3: tough one. The second one, if Ow. he doesn't get, he's an idiot.
1: Al Kaline.
3: <laughs> no, close. but good guess. <laughs> good
1: guess. Shit. One no, down. Shit. One
3: down. Hank
2: Greenberg. <laughs> Hammering Green. Hank oh, Greenberg.
1: I, I, I knew that one. I uh, should have known. If you it.
2: don't get number two, the game's over. The USA <laughs> swimmer had what's considered to be the most greatest single Olympics for a competitor at the 72 Munich Games, winning seven gold medals.
3: Mark
0: Spitz.
3: Yes. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I just told it to you. Uh, (laughs) Would you have gotten it? Would you have gotten it if I didn't bring it up?
2: There were, of course, there were so course. many times when we were talking Olympics. I'm like, oh my god, that's in my quiz. Oh my god, that's in my quiz. Ah, <laughs> all, right. all right, Now here's another one. Stretch of twelve basketball years in the 51 to 62. No basketball player was as dominant as this guy. He retired in 62 and then led the Sixers to another championship as a coach in 66. He was Hall of Fame in 72 and in 1996 he was chosen as one of the 50 greatest players of all time. The Jewish guy is your hint.
0: It's
2: oh, the shit. 50s to 60s. Say, so is Jewish 19, guy. 19, don't focus on the Jewish guy. From 1951 to 62, he was the man. Uh, he doesn't know this. Ni- he wait,
1: which, There's no which way one's he knows 19. 19 wait, what? No, which one's 19? Ni- what year is 1951 51 to 62. <laughs> uh,
2: 1951 to 62. You don't uh, know this.
3: I know you don't know this. This
2: is a name you would recognize.
3: You'll recognize the name, but you don't know this.
1: I mean, I'll, I guess I'll guess. Uh, I mean I I guess I'll
3: guess
2: Cunningham because no, no. Uh, uh, Oh, no. shit now, Dolph Sheed Jewish. Yeah,
1: Dolph, Shays. <laughs> Dolph oh shit Here's I know him. his son his son played at Syracuse Really did he really Oh yeah that's
2: right he did
1: Son of a bitch
2: All right number 4 after breaking into the majors for the Brewers in 2007 he wins the National League rookie of the year and the 2011 NL MVP He's nicknamed the Hebrew Hammer you at the University of Miami Oh, I he only played for the. He only played for the Brewers. No, nope, never left. Oh, he the Brewers. only
1: played. He only played for the Brewers. Uh, Except what is for his when name he was that?
2: suspended. <laughs> For, oh,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, Mike yeah. Braun. Yeah. yeah, I'll give
2: you I'll give you Mike, Mike's older brother, Ryan, and I'll give you
1: that
3: one, too. He gave you gave the head. He gave you the head. Oh, he's
2: got two wrong. You can only get one Yeah,
3: one. you can only get one more wrong.
0: All
2: right. Here's an easy one, Neil. That felt yeah. good. That he, felt good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This event's the third largest sporting event in the world. 10,000 athletes competing, often referred to as the Jewish Olympics. It's first
1: a, of all, I was just going to guess Sandy Koufax for every one, but I'm, <laughs> now I'm, I'm branching. <laughs> uh, okay, keep going. So
2: so the Jewish Olympics, basically. International Jewish okay. and Israeli sport held in Israel, first held in '32. It's a huge event. This is huge. You either know it or you don't.
1: Wait, I just need to know the name of the event. Have,
2: what's the event? No, the, yeah, what's the name of the, the event of the Games?
1: Oh, the Maccabi Games? Yeah.
2: Oh, damn. All right. Yeah. All right, we, here's another one. This Olympic athlete, final performer of the U.S. women's gymnastics team in their first ever gold medal as a team in 1996, her final vault attempt, she did it on a broken ankle or a bad ankle. Who was this one?
1: Oh, uh, Carrie. Yes. Uh, son of a bitch.
2: Not Carrie, kind of son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Carrie Azazza, <laughs> oh, am I breaking up? Can you get the last name? <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. What's her last name?
1: <laughs> uh, it's
3: not wait,
2: Bella No. Carrie is Jewish. That's No, no.
1: I know her. Wait. You're I right know, on it. Because uh, wait, because uh, Bella Caroli. Well, I lived in Houston.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: Bella Caroli's place. Right. Was right next to our house, and that's where Mary Lou Retton and all these girls would go to our high school sometimes for like. Wow. Uh, yeah, for like a second, and that—that's how I. <laughs> right. That's why I should know. This.
3: Do you want to hit the button? Do you you want
1: to hit. What, do you
2: you want to hit this red. We'll button? come back to because you're going to you're going right. to flash and burn on a lot of other ones. Go ahead. All right, this guy, the first train. Uh, Wait, t-
1: Kelly, isn't Kelly good enough?
2: No. And Carrie Sazaza is really close. I mean, Carrie,
1: Carrie yeah. is. Uh, all right,
2: I mean, Carrie, well close. All right, all right. All right. This now next, next number one. Next seven. One. First true T formation quarterback, he led the Bears to five title games, winning four of them. They thrashed the Redskins 73 nothing in 1940, five touchdowns in 1943 in the championship, and he still holds a record for seven TDs in a game. Oh, man. Lenny did not I get it. I didn't this
3: get it, and I feel terrible.
2: One of the greatest Wait, quarterbacks ever is. for the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what year one. did he play for the Bears? In the what year? 40s. 40s. Like 43, 40. It's Hall of Fame guy.
1: Oh, I mean, God, Jewish, Jewish uh, sports
2: legends. You got to go back kind of far to get some of them.
1: Damn. Uh, they
2: get one every 10 oh. years. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, shit. I don't know. This I don't know that one.
3: Yeah, that's a. That's yeah, a, this was this was uh, that's a tough one. That's Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. All right, you can't get Us, any more wrong. Yeah. You, can't you can't get any, get any more, more. I
2: wrong. wouldn't have got that. No. That, all right. Here's another one. He, oh, Carrie Shruck Yes. Shrunk. All right. We'll that. give it I'll to you. Give you me that one. There. That one. Oh yeah. Kerry <laughs> Sazaza. <laughs> 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 yes, we got it. Damn it. I knew
1: it was an S. I knew uh,
2: it was an S. Here's a tough one too. Before he embarked on one of the most successful basketball coaching careers, he was one of the greatest players. He won ABA with the Oakland Oaks in the 68 69 season, Olympic gold medal in Tokyo in 1964, and he's the only coach in basketball history to win NCAA championship and an NBA title. Who was this guy? And yes, he's Jewish. One of the greatest coaches ever, but he also was one of the greatest point guards ever.
3: Don't help him. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I just want to get to the top because he should know this one.
1: Wait, what? What did? He, what? Tell me some teams he coached at. All of them,
3: it seems like. Yep, yeah, all of them.
1: Like in college or pros?
3: A, a lot of pro teams. A lot of pro. A lot pro of, teams. of college teams. A
2: lot. Yeah, and the big, big, big college teams. Not like he's doing little ones. You should get this.
1: No, he's. uh Remember, I'm from it. Philadelphia
2: too, right? So we got a little Philly spin.
1: He coached I at want the tiebreaker.
2: Oh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> well, Neil. he
1: co- wait, wait, uh, he, wait, he Larry Brown.
2: Yeah, yes. good job. And Lenny, it doesn't matter, he's not coached, getting Because he, yeah, he coached at, uh,
1: I, I talked to this guy one night, that's how I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, now here's another opportunity one, Lenny missed it. This linebacker selected in the second round of the 1982 draft by the Patriots out of the University of Iowa he led the team in sacks that year in his strike-shortened season. He set a franchise record with 18 and a half sacks uh, in 84. He was in the Hall of Fame in 2008. He's a legendary Patriots linebacker.
3: Couldn't be more I mean. black, by the way. I, this one I had no idea.
1: <laughs> I, I was going to say yes. Teddy Bruschi. But I'm That's right. what I said. I was like, there's
2: no way. So Lenny's hint is very good. He, out, he is not a oh, sh- traditional-looking Jewish guy for sure I don't
1: even have a name I don't even have a name uh I don't even have a guess It's
2: amazing I how mean. nobody nobody remembers this guy What's uh, his name Andre Tippett Oh
1: god Hall yeah of I would have not Andre Tippett
2: get
3: this I one moved. I'm looking it up because I can't believe this He's married to Rhonda Tippett Nay Kenny with three daughters, white lady, jana Tippett, Asia Barnes and Madison, and one son, Kobe. Andre Tippett is Jewish, a former Baptist. He converted to Judaism. He currently <laughs> lives in Sharon, Massachusetts, and is a Pop Warner football coach.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Damn
3: it. <laughs> I wouldn't have well, got that. You could have given me a hundred guesses. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, Shit. number ten Neil. Here's another Look at this
3: way. They have a picture of him with the
2: menorah. Oh my God. <just> <get this. laughs> Andre Tippett lights the menorah. Uh, All right. Number 10. This gymnast won two uh, Olympic gold medals, captain of the 2012 Fierce Five and captain of the 2016 Final Five. Uh, She won in London and won in Rio. She joined Gabby Douglas as the only American with back-to-back gold medals, currently second the most decorated Olympic gymnast in American history. That may change or should change very soon. Hmm she was on yeah the-
1: i know i know her i she has a commercial right that girl has a commercial
3: mm, no know. that's a different one yeah that's oh shit Rodriguez. it's not the one that jumps in the geico commercial on the route that's kayla Moran. no not the
1: geico um, she had another commercial. yeah she was in a, in a commercial like dark, yes dark hair but i cannot remember oh, great her name. guess
3: on a jewish girl
2: yeah dark hair very good <laughs>
1: Ah shit. Just say it. Just torture me. This is
2: Allie Raisman. Allie
1: Raisman. That's the one! I knew
3: it! You should I know that because she it. was in the doctor scandal there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're gonna shout yeah, uns- yeah, another opportunity it. one for you. One that Lenny missed. Female swimmer enjoyed one of the longest careers in swimming. Medaled in 1984, 1988, 1992. In 96 she retired, came back in <sighs> 2001 again. Yes. And then in 2008... Oh, I know! It's
3: Dara Torres! Dar- <laughs> <laughs> Let There's no thought, way oh, he's getting. Is that right? That is right. Oh
2: my God.
1: Oh shit. There's no Chills way you're getting there. that. The I would, first no, one I would never
2: got. It. First <laughs> yeah. athlete in Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. I thought Neil would have been all over that one.
1: Oh
3: shit! There's no way. Uh, I had failing, no idea.
2: Torres didn't know. All right, here's another one. Neil, for 14 years during the 80s and 90s, drafted by the Blue Jays, won Rookie of the Year. He was one of the first 30-30 guys. Then he puts himself in history, hitting four home runs in a game with 19 bases in the game. He's the only player to hit seven home runs in three games. He retired in with a 2,000 hit, 328 home runs. He played for the Blue Jays, then to the Dodgers, then Arizona, and finished up with the Mets.
3: Oh God! Yeah, this one's gonna drive me insane. What's that guy's name? Uh,
2: it's not John Olerud, but it's just like him. Yeah, but he was—he made his yeah, name. Yeah, I remember.
0: Bulls I remember him. Dodgers. He, he
2: oh, yeah, because he was
1: in the World Series yes. and there was controversy whether he was going to play or not. Yeah, uh, yes. uh,
2: yeah the match was kind of keep a throwing.
1: I keep thinking Peterson, but that's not it. Uh,
2: no, with Toronto and the Dodgers really oh, I worried. Can't believe I'm choking on. This yeah, guy.
1: yeah, he, he was good too. Oh, shit. Him.
2: Oh shit! Oh, you were right uh, there with the sh- with the sh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it with the sh sound right there.
3: Oh my god, Peter's gonna be so mad at me.
2: Oh, Peter would get this right off the right bat. Right off
3: the bat, at least met Nothing.
2: Shit, I don't.
1: I, I uh, don't got it. I, how about I knew Sean? Anyway, if I give the... you a
2: first name, Sean. Does Sean help? Just, uh... Oh my
3: Shit. goodness. No, no John Green.
2: John Green,
3: that's right. Green,
0: oh God, I knew it.
3: <laughs> All right, going back, wait, Dara Torres, listen to this one. She was inducted into the International Jewish Sports Hall of Fame in 2005. After 1992, she married and subsequently divorced sports producer Jeff Gowan. After 2000, she converted to Judaism fully. She was already half Jewish through her father before marrying the Israeli surgeon Yitzhak Sasha. Shasha
2: Oh nice That was a tough one I had no idea Yeah All right. so number 13 Neil's not going to get this This is a really hard one. If you're into women's basketball She was uh, UConn legend uh, 2001 2000 2002 Won the Naismith Awards Went 39-0 in 2002 Number one pick pick Rebecca
1: Lobo That's what I said No No.
2: Sue Bird Sue Bird. Sue yeah.
1: Bird! Shit, I would have said Sue Bird next. All
2: right, all right, here's an easy one. Most recent Olympic medals for Israel are Yardon, Gerby, and Ori Sasson won bronze in Rio in 2016. Name the sport. And the hint is, we talked about this one. <laughs> What sport uh, it is? be
1: it has got to be beach volleyball. No,
2: it's not beach volleyball. It's the oh, pillow fight. Shit. <laughs> oh shit. Judo?
3: Judo. Yes. Oh, beach, volleyball. beach volleyball. That's a good guess. I guess they play outside.
2: and <laughs> beach volleyball?
3: Yeah. Sue Bird. Bird was born in Sioucet, Nassau County, right near me, New York on Long Island to herschel and Nancy Bird. She has one sibling and older sister named Jennifer. father's and ancestry is Russian Jew and the original last name was Borda B-O-O-R-D-A so they changed it to there you go nice there you go
1: yeah only the greatest basketball player she is so good she's so Super. good She's
0: like 41 oh she's playing God. the olympics
2: plays a little bit right yeah yeah all right Neil, number 15 then he won the rookie of the year in the nba in 2003 with the suns he's played six all-star games made a first team all-nba team in 2006-2007 played 14 seasons four different teams here's the kicker he recently discovered his jewish roots and he traveled to israel and now plays in the israeli league but just, he's a legendary basketball player. Played in New York, and yes, I got this. And yes, he got this one. This is when he played for the Knicks. Yeah, played for the Knicks. He got drafted by. You the You should Sun. know this.
3: It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> he he may have just retired like last year, so he's relatively youngish. Like mm, a couple years ago, maybe. Yeah. He's not Hank Greenberg old. No.
1: Uh, wait, he retired from the Knicks a couple years ago. Or just retired, retired from
2: the well, NBA.
3: Retired he retired from the, from the NBA. I yeah. don't know if he finished with the Knicks.
2: He might have finished with the Knicks, and then he went to play in Israel.
1: Son of a bitch! I I was just waiting for Sandy Koufax this whole no, time. It didn't just, happen. Can I? Can I get the Sandy Koufax? So right?
2: we'll, we'll give me this one. So here we go. Right. Was it
1: Red Arback?
2: Was Red no. Arback Jewish? Amari yes, Stoudemire. But- Amari Stadamar.
1: Oh, I remember that. I remember when he Yeah, that's right.
2: Oh, so Neil, here's yeah. your request. All right, so we're done 15. Lenny clearly has smoked you in the fifteen. But Sorry, buddy. in the event we had a tiebreaker, yep. I had a speed question. Go for it. Here it is, Neil, and you're gonna buzz in. This legendary Dodgers pitcher. Sandy Kovac. Sandy Kovac! <laughs> <laughs> And Leo, I'll tell you what, Neil. If this was a tiebreaker, you would have won because I would have said, "Lenny, and eh, let oh, me finish no. the question." Yeah. Ouch. Legendary Bob Dodgers pitchers was nicknamed the Mexican Sandy Koufax and broke into the game in 1981 with Fernando Valenzuela. No, I was, no, I totally was setting up Neil that whole time. I wanted him to buzz into Sandy Koufax. <laughs> Fernando Valenzuela. No, they nicknamed him Jewish? the Mex. Mech- no, he's not. But they called him oh. the Mexican Sandy Koufax because uh. he was. like, Dodgers
1: legend oh, it, it I can
2: see that. how that counts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, I wanted to mess with Neil so oh, bad on that, and money would have got it. Yes.
3: That's fine. of them. So,
2: bitch. anyway, Lenny wow. has officially won his first solo trivia. Wee.
0: Wee! Wait, where's oh, my. Geez.
3: There we go. There's the. Wee. Yeah. Yeah, wait, I'm applause You can't hear the applause, Neil. I just want to. <laughs> Getting louder and louder.
0: Getting louder Sorry, and louder. Neil. And
3: thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, Neil. Man. That's all right. That I, one hurt. That did hurt, apparently. Lenny had
2: to win that, though. I had no, to no, win wait, that. That was, was kind
3: of like, come on. If you win that one, it's embarrassing. I was waiting the whole time yeah, for be... uh, Julian Edelman or Red Hourback. Those are the two big ones.
2: Uh, Red Auerbach yeah, I knew, didn't come I up remember. on any of the lists I was looking at. Weird. And Koozie did not come up on the list
3: that's weird all right the way we end the show every week is one good thing or one bad thing of the week even though you know my victory in this is just uh, off the charts um that's a
1: pretty
2: good thing
3: we should do baptist next oh man chuck thank you so much for doing that by the way that was awesome that was fun um go ahead neil i'll let you losers go first (laughs) one good thing or one bad thing of the week
1: my good thing was definitely i was gonna say the house is in shape but also uh my good thing is supermarket sweep. It's it's coming. I was super excited uh, to get that email, so that was really fun. So I'm excited about supermarket sweep. The house is in good shape, and then the only bad thing is, yeah, I do have to go to a, a, a suburban in the middle of nowhere <laughs> barbecue slash cookout. Good luck. And uh, yeah, 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 that's gonna be a little crazy. Well, if you make but it through that, I guess I guess you got to do what you got to do. Well, like so I so s- that's that's my.
3: Like That's I told like you, no, like no, I told you, they sell um, COVID tests in CVS now, so you can just go right from the barbecue <laughs> over to CVS for thirty bucks.
0: Get yourself oh, a nice Oh, I do have test. one
1: bad thing. You, you want to hear my bad thing? Quickly, I already got COVID tested. My bad thing is that I was with—I just had an amazing family vacation, so that was a great thing. I was mm-hmm. with my family for a week. That was crazy. So I went to buy my—I went to buy my brother's kid a, a simple. Uncle thing, baseball cards and basketball cards. Right. Only to find out, I have no idea, it is impossible to get baseball cards or basketball cards. All the guys at Walmart tell me that you, all the collectors come in take everything like they literally line up and take everything i went to like 10 different places not one baseball card not one basketball nba card
3: you can't find
2: them. somebody just told me this last night he's a collector has like a six thousand dollar babe ruth card that he sold a year ago Mm -hmm. it's now worth 40 grand covid all these collectors (laughs) are like dying for cards oh my god
1: yeah it's crazy the person at walmart told me that they come in and like follow the trucks around and sit there take all of them like a kid they haven't sold a they haven't sold a baseball basketball card to a kid in like twenty years.
3: Like <laughs> That's so funny. We have to ask Peter about that. Yeah, like yeah, his, was, his collection's was, ridiculous.
1: It was, Is it? Oh, so depressing. Who's
3: Fishman? He's he can retire on baseball oh, memorabilia, especially so, now. Yeah.
1: Where, wait, up. where? Wait. Where's, Where does he live? Yeah,
3: exactly. I don't know why you're Whoa. stealing art. You should be stealing. You should be stealing baseball cards from uh, people's yeah, houses. It's true. Um, all right, Chuck. One good thing or one bad thing in the week?
2: I guess a good thing to complete my career change. I just took a job as a high school basketball coach. So, I'm now oh wow! Officially, or a volleyball coach? I'm. officially coaching high school teams now.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said basketball, wow. volleyball. I'm sorry,
2: yeah, that's basketball.
3: Yeah, so yeah that's amazing. Complete. That is a great thing this week. Congrats. I wish you. All the, ba- I mean, I don't see you going back at this point. You're no. going to love it. No. You're going to love it. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Make them run. Make them <laughs> run. Do
2: you have to have run- good running for to play volleyball? Here's my theory. There's no running in volleyball. Why should I teach them running on my courts? Are-
3: right. What's the big one that they hate doing? Like suicides and quickness and oh okay, that. but still it's not running. But you want to be in good condition. Are there some girls like me? Like the floor is dirty. I'm not diving on that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm not putting. I do the pancake thing exactly. with my hand. Out. Right. Are there some like some of them will sell out and dive on anything, and then oh, yeah. some of them are like I'm not. Don't know how to there. dive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is and there girls di- have to
2: dive sideways too? It's a little bit more complicated. Do you teach them diving? I don't, but other people do. It's more of a sprawl. They call it.
3: <laughs> is there a lot of like when they hit the ground? Uh oh. Becky's hurt. No, these girls are tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right.
2: And do you not do
1: you not let anybody under six feet in your gym.
2: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you know, I'm the guy who always coaches like the second team. Like the six footers all get picked on team number one, and I uh, think the second team, which is a team full of softball shortstops and point guards that just play good, solid defense.
3: There you go. Know, best. Know, yeah. I bet. mean, if you can block them, you can block them. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. My one good thing or one bad thing. Good thing of the week. I got to see my sister. She came in and Bertie loves her. Oh, my God. When Aunt Suzanne comes in, Bertie's just going nuts. She just runs from side to side in the house. It's weird. Aunt Suzanne loves playing with Bertie. Um, Speaking of sisters, where's your sister?
2: My sister is the school nurse at Germantown Academy, the school that I just got hired at. Oh, my
3: God. You yeah. guys are. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Oh, I'm my God. The whole family's a bunch day. of traitors.
2: I know. Well, she went there. That's where she went to high school. Oh, your sister went there? Yeah, because Penn Charter didn't have girls. So uh, she went to Germantown Academy um, on Drive. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to be wearing the same hat as her.
3: Oh, that's so but funny. I'll see her a How life. is she? Is she married She's with kids? Good. married, has four.
2: Four kids?
3: Yeah. Oh <laughs> crazy. Are they all in, out of school?
2: They're the exact same ages as mine, and she's yep. got one older. Wow. And then her next wow. three are total matches for mine.
3: Amazing. Well, say hi. I haven't seen her, we'll do, yeah. heard of her forever. <laughs> yeah. um, her all sport. right. Well, the social media for Chuck is TNT Volleyball from Glenside, PA. It's TNT Volleyball Philly.com. TNT Volleyball Or it takes you to TNTVB.com, Facebook.com slash TNT Volleyball Philly. And if you want to follow Chuck, it's at Chuck, do- at Doherty Chuck on Twitter. Anything else
2: we could tell him? tnt volley on instagram Instagram. by the way neil Neil, the security guard is my favorite instagram follow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love the neil the security guard instagram yeah there'll be more hijinks and bethel the barista is a close second there you go oh, oh good sweet.
0: good good
1: she'll
2: love to hear
3: that chuck thank you so much for oh doing God, this it's it. been yeah, a lot thanks, of fun i
2: miss this show this i is,
3: know well,
2: five years of commuting and all that
3: we'll come up with another one we'll figure out what to do i don't know if it'll be the four corners but chuck we're not going away so fast i mean eventually it's all going to go to hell for us right in Leslie land and then we'll be back like welcome to the 72 corner you know we'll be back we'll be back all right Neil we'll be back from the bunker next week and this has been a long one so enjoy it you can listen to it twice in parts and we'll see you guys next week four corners podcast was created hosted produced and engineered by me lenny marcus executive producers matt kleinschmidt and robert kelly for the laugh button podcast